Do you think that like the first people who experienced a color movie like thought they were high or something? I don't know. I mean, it had to have been weird because like everything was black and white in the world and then all of a sudden everything had color. Yeah. (laughs) Imagine living back in like the 20s when everything was silent and black and white. I know. And you had to hold up cards to communicate. I mean, everything would just pause and you would hold up like a little chat bubble. Yeah. And like the way people moved back then, like almost like stop motion like mm-hmm. wild i know and before that they didn't even move at all they just had to be still yeah isn't that crazy i couldn't imagine how did we get here Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Dragula review on Flapping and Fawning. Just because he's good for your soul doesn't mean he's good for your whole. Flapjack! Lights, camera, fabulous, fawn. <laughs> Lights, camera, fabulous. Okay. Oh, you should have fantastic. I should say flapulous. Fap, flapulous? Fabulous. Yeah. That I sounds know. a little bit like fatulous. Flatulent. Flatul- flatulence. Flatulent. Yeah. Wow, we're, we're kicking the episode off with gas jokes. Love that. <laughs> uh, that's how you know it's going to be a good one. Well, okay. We are officially at our top five. Five. Yeah. How are you feeling about our bet? Delicious. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you have three. I have two. I mean, well, at the not at the top of the episode, but at this point, you know, yeah. it's... I don't know. This is definitely not shaping up the way I thought it would. And I'm I'm just getting more and more excited because I also feel really good about mine. Well, you should feel good about Neo. You don't think I should feel good about um, no. Fantasia? Oh, shit. Is that because of something that happens this episode or... Just uh, overall, I feel good about Throb and I feel good about Blackberry. Mm. Really? Even with Blackberry being put in this hole of like they don't know who they who she is? Well, they talked about it on the pod and it's not a negative thing. I mean, it appears on the show like it's a negative thing. Yeah. And I, I listened to the pod too, and I don't know, I couldn't quite discern what they were trying to if they were trying to like relieve people or what, or just make themselves look like more qualified of judges than they really are. I don't know (laughs) because I I just think it's a a ridiculous thing, Um, a a ridiculous critique. But anyways, yeah, we jumped right in. Jeez. So I honestly, I want to get into this episode. Um, so before we get into that though, as a friendly reminder, we do read five star reviews. So if you write us a five star review, we will read it from our mouth holes to your ear holes at directly from wherever you write it, whether that be on our Facebook page or on Apple podcasts. We don't if have you write it on a stone tablet and mail that to us. We can read that too. Actually. No, I need it to have some internet significance. Okay. Be like our friend Buck Wilds, who wrote us three five-star reviews, okay? Yes. Thank you, Buck. You are appreciated. Speaking of Buck, you're wearing a Bucky's shirt today. <laughs> I sure am. Yeah, I got um, Chuck the Buck on my on my sweater. 
Um, we also have some upcoming shows. First of all, we have the second Wednesday of every month at 7.30 at Highwire Brewing. We have Drag Bingo, and that is free-to-play bingo. The next one will be on January the 10th. Yes. And you can come. That's just eight days before my birthday. You can wish me an early birthday. Happy birthday. And speaking of come, think like we had our last one last night when Wamona Wiles filled in for you. And that Wamona was amazing. But the drag bingo like that night, it got kind of crazy. It did. We had a tie in the very last round for four. Um, No, the month that Twat was there, the first three games all had ties. All had ties. What did you do to t- uh, break the tie? I don't remember. Yep. I like was frazzled. We did something <laughs> different every time. <laughs> okay, well, so that's what I tried because we had we had a bunch of birthdays. So we had them already lip sync for their lives during like the third yeah. slot. And <laughs> and so I had them like lip sync to some Christmas song. And then for the fourth and final one, when we had four people tie, the bingo word that had been chosen was ooh, 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 sock it to me, sock it to me, ooh, ooh. So <laughs> I decided that instead of having them lip sync for their life, since we'd already seen that, that we would have them all just say that into the mic and whoever said it the best and the most dramatically That's would win. Uh, <laughs> it got wild fun. Um, a friend of ours was the first up and <laughs> it was so unhinged. I want to know who this and friend is. <laughs> wild. I was like, what the fuck? And then the other three had to follow it because they basically like came into the mic. Came. Yeah. You heard me right. Totally wild. It. <laughs> um, so if it, yeah, I don't know. We need to find a better way to deal with tiebreakers, I guess. Cause I'm, I'm probably, I don't know if I'm going to hand off mics to people again like that. Cause that was crazy. It yeah. was like, what the fuck is happening? Um, but anyways, our, also, I wanted to plug that we are going to have the Camp Wanakiki. That's right. You got, if you stay plugged, you ain't got to get plugged. We are going to have the Camp Wanakiki Holiday Camp Viewing Party featuring Coco Chanel at Owls on 7th on Thursday, January 21st. That starts at 8 p.m. Yes. Once again, that is Coco Chanel, who was on January. S- Fuck. Am I saying January? December 21st. I was like, why are we Thank watching you. a Christmas thing on January 21st? January. Oh, my God. Where were you on January 6th, though? In bed. In Oh. With the president? One of the presidents. <laughs> well, there were four that were still alive. Um, <laughs> okay. So anyways, yes, the Camp Wanakiki Holiday Camp is, if you don't know already, it is the Christmas special for Camp Wanakiki. So you don't have to have seen any previous seasons or any previous episodes. Come on out. It's going to be a really good time. You may see a familiar face or two. So definitely come Ooh. watch that. Um What's next? And then on January 14th, we have Ma- Miss Magic City Comedy Queen prelim for Miss National Comedy National Miss Comedy Queen. <laughs> That's the one. And that is going to be at Birmingham Festival Theater at 8 o'clock. You can get your tickets online at bftonline.org. We've got a fabulous roster of full lineup of eight contestants. contestants. And I had someone reach out who wanted to be another contestant. I would have said yes. Um. Well... I have already blocked this particular person on five different accounts. Oh, never mind that and, I know who it is. So and I'm they, fine with they the made no. a new account to message me again. And it wasn't because I didn't want them to do comedy queen. They just are I a problematic think I know, individual. I think I, 
Upside down in a cage. Upside down in the Slash. cage. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> Especially not saying that on the pod. <laughs> and as a reminder, you can find a link to all of the plugs that we mentioned today, as well as links to my merch store where you can get my own merch or merch for flopping and fawning like yeah. a sticker or a mug. It's not too late to go ahead and order those for a Christmas present. It's not rush on over there now. And that finally brings us to Dragula, Season 5, Episode 7, Ultraviolet Umbras. Um, so at the top of the episode, our fag roster is tied. Fawn, who do you have? I've got Blackberry, Throb Zombie, and Orc Gothic, all of whom have one win apiece. And I have three with Fantasia Royal Gaga with one win, uh, Neil Huru X with one win, and Cynthia Dahl, who really needed a win this episode. Did she get it? Only time will tell. <laughs> um, opening! So... <laughs> I'm literally just reading my outline word for word now. So in the opener, the it was black and black white. Black and white, like it's been all season. Yes. And then they put on these janky little 3D glasses. I lived. Me too. And then boom. Neon. Neon. Neon black color. Light. Yeah, black light. It was really cool. I, I, I really liked this transition. Yeah. I was glad we kind of mixed it up from the black and white personally. This would be the challenge to do it too. Exactly, exactly. So I'm glad that they took that opportunity. It was really cool. Um, and that was the Boulets. I think we just kept saying they, they, they. But yes, it was the Boulets who were doing this opening and 3D glass bit. Um, and then we move into the lab, still in color. You know, they have really good special effects on this show. Yeah. Uh, like, just like lighting effects and everything. Like, the little lighting effects they do um, before everybody walks into the lab with the lights and everything. I live. Oh, it's like, like the little details. Yeah, like the little transition moments, yeah, you know. With the light colors and the windows that are mm. in the lab. Yeah. It's minor, but I like literally pointing that out to Mark while we were watching. It makes a big difference. I think it's really nice. Um, it really sets the scene for where we're going to be. Yes. And everybody walks in and they're discussing who they think will return, whether it will be JK or Fantasia. And they were all pretty unanimous in saying that they thought that JK was going to return. Um, on opposite day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, the room was pretty sure that Fantasia would be coming back. And she eventually did. Um, but first, Cynthia said that she really needed to get a win in order to stay in the competition. And she hopes to be able to show off more details in the upcoming challenge. Um, yeah. Because they're, they're feeling that's what it's really coming down to at this point. And honestly, it's a pretty high caliber, high caliber top six. I yeah. would agree. I mean, the cast itself was a high caliber cast. Yeah. Really. But I just I feel like it, the, these particular six are so solid. It's you just have one off week you're done you yeah. know and i mean i think that's what happened to jarvis i think so too yeah that's true that's because i could have seen jarvis here but i mean i mean i did see jarvis also here. though if it didn't come down to a lip sync do you think that jarvis would have been exterminated no i don't either so yeah i, I that's why i feel like at this point this is when it's really starting to feel like we're splitting hairs um they ask Blackberry about her branding and if that is something of concern to her. And she said that she was the bearded, she is a bearded Barbie. And that she was like nerdy anime. The, like, kinda. yeah. Do you, do you feel that she has successfully shown that side of her? Yeah. Like me too. Look at her silhouette. Like all you need is to look at how glamorous 
she is in how like her silhouette like it's not fantasia extreme but it is extreme it is yeah i mean she's she's always got an amazing body that she's um showing on stage and her her concepts are always strong right the proportions are there yeah so i i know i don't mean to continue beating this dead horse but you know I, i really just don't see what the boulets are saying here in that she they don't know who she is um one other topic that came up was like what the end game is for Neo and Orgotic's relationship. Um, and if they were getting distracted by the romance, do you distracted? Yeah. Um, I was curious about, uh, I was interested by this conversation. Like, first of all, do you think that a relationship like has to have an end game, especially in this kind of a setting? No, same. That took me a long time to think about that. But I mean, like I've gone to like summer camp and stuff before and pretty much any time I've done that, I've had like a little fling. You can just say camp one and kiki. Well, that, I mean that or, you know, whenever I went to camp. We all know who your fling was for camp one and kiki. Leave me alone, Fawn. It was Cherry. Yeah, it was Cherry. Sugar Baker. And and her three foot long boner. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah. (laughs) She keeps it tucked up in her wig. <laughs> yeah, but no, no. I mean, did you ever go to like camp or on just like some short trip, like with a, with a group of friends, maybe even from high school or college or whatever? And then, you know, you just have a little fling on that trip. And no. it, it doesn't mean you're going to get married. It was just, oh, this I is I never fun. like did fun things as a kid. Well, I went to church camp. But, but you was, didn't have a fling at church camp? No, because it was... No. I mean, I did. But also, like, it was church camp, but it was, like, only my church that was there. Mm. I mean, I I was in a youth group of, like, five people, and I always managed to find a fling. <laughs> <laughs> so you get around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. Pass me around like a party bottom, baby. I heard that about you. <laughs> But yeah, I, when they were talking about like, what's the end game here? Are they getting distracted? I, I was like, I don't really think they are. They're both performing at such high caliber levels. Um, and they don't have to have an end game necessarily. They can just be having fun in this really stressful environment because, you know, it pushes all your emotions. Right. And I mean, you're cooped up, sequestered. Yeah. You're going to get horny. Unless you're like just so overwhelmed with stress that you're not horny. Yes. Like well, if your anxiety or and unless there's some other reason that you wouldn't get horny, you wouldn't get horny. Yeah. Like uh, if you're asexual. It, yes. We love the representation. Yes. Uh, speaking of asexual, Fantasia had a baby by means of asexual reproduction. Named Fantasy. Fantasy. She was feeling the fantasy. Oh, yes. Are you from Tennessee? Because you're the only fantasy what did you think of this moment with the little green baby um unlike the joke that you just said i really (laughs) enjoyed that moment (laughs) okay i'm still workshopping that one leave me alone (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, I thought this was hilarious. I was so glad that she, I mean, she truly embodied that moment of, you can call me Fantasia Royale Mama! Yeah. And she walked in with this baby, and she was like, Here's, and it was like, she said, meet your niece! It was really cute. Oh, I loved it. Um, so I guess now we have a top seven with fantasy now in the competition. Yeah. Um, I think she's going to win the crown. Oh, definitely, definitely. They discuss who they think won't make it to the top five. Um, and one thing that I thought was interesting was we we still seem to really be getting this rivalry between Fantasia and Throb. Yeah. Um, I was just curious, what were your thoughts on that? Um, since we opened that can of worms. Um, oh, boy. I think it is really unfortunate considering the discourse that has been online about um, microaggressions yeah. and stuff with the throb for throb to be going after JK last week and going after Fantasia this week. That being two people of color in a row. Mm. I'm not making a judgment call saying that it is intentional. I'm just saying that it is unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. That's it's an unfortunate pattern that seems to be emerging. Um, and I, I hope that there is some other content that is produced that disproves that because I, I would like to think, and and I personally think that it, it's kind of circumstantial. Um, and I, I don't, I don't think it's meant in that way. Also, again, we don't see everything that happens. So I'm sure that in addition to this plot point, there were five other ones that they could have aired. um, And they probably chose to air this because of something else that comes up later in the episode. Right. Um, So we move over to our video message. What was said then? They are once again, even bloodier. And the Boulets decided to tell us that this week will be a floor show themed around blacklight 80s haunted houses where you have to do a classic haunted house character. But when the blacklight turns on, you've got to have a reveal to another character. Yes. Have you ever got to become a new look? Yeah. Just with the blacklight being turned on. Just with the blacklight. Have you ever been in one of these blacklight haunted houses? Um, like I've been to haunted houses that have like the blacklight areas. Yeah. But not like a whole haunted house being blacklight, but like the blacklight areas like at Aatrox, the cloud room and the little swirly tunnel. Did they do 3d glasses at Aatrox? No. So at Sloss, they did the... 3D glasses and it was like, it was I think I was in high school college because so we're looking at like 2013 2016 I went twice and neither time that I went did I have no glasses well, well they had it towards the end it was like the back half and it was like a good lengthy piece but I have to say I feel like the 3D glasses kind of took me out of it yeah. when I did when I did it um so cuz like I, yeah I went probably in 2012 and then probably again in like three or four years later and it was not it because you spent a lot of time working at atrox right yeah. yeah i i would i used to hit up every single one of them in the birmingham area I and i would like to a write them house off. since i think COVID. oh my god we should we should go no i did go once after COVID's I did go once after COVID, like in 2021. We should go in drag and see if they would let us film it. That would be so fun. I don't think they would. You don't? 
No. Even if we like work with somebody, like we were like, hey, hey, we're, um, the, we're, we're celebrities. Aatrox does not let you film inside their haunted house. Okay. Well, maybe the, maybe Aatrox won't, but could we go to, I don't know, what's the Hillbilly? Hillbilly Hollow? Yeah, Hillbilly Hueytown. 31. Yeah. Yeah, one of those. I mean, maybe. Maybe. Maybe they'll do Bloody Valentine or whatever. Yeah. It would be a really fun promo, honestly. There was one do. haunted house that we went to for some kind of like St. Patrick's Day or something. Oh. It was some odd, like <laughs> random ass shit. Okay. And it wasn't awful, but was it, it all like leprechaun themed or something for St. Patrick's Day? I remember somebody saying something about they wanted their cornbread. They were in a kitchen and they wanted their cornbread. I feel like and there's Mama a to lot make of their cornbread. weird stuff people get caught up on in these like haunted house rooms, you know? It, it, yeah. But honestly, it makes it memorable. It does. Do you like to laugh or like be scared in a haunted house? As somebody that's worked behind the scenes, it's harder to scare me in a haunted house. Okay. And I will always be amused laughing. Mm. If somebody says something absurd, I will hold on to it for the rest of the time <laughs> through the haunted house for the next two or three weeks, just like I did with that cornbread. <laughs> and you just, you just kept bringing it up until yeah. it got on drag race. Yeah. Mm hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah well i was excited to see that this was the theme they were going for because even though it wasn't necessarily my favorite room at the haunted house i did always think this is really cool there's a lot it's like a whole new area of opportunity a whole new uh, a whole new area what did you of think about this like kind of prompt well the first thing i thought was you bitches co copied camp wanakiki and then the second thing i thought was okay i really like the aspect that it needs to have a new re a new reveal when the black light is turned on rather than it just being a black light um, reactive look trick up my sleeve what did you think of it um i thought it was very a very difficult challenge yeah and it was kind of that way with i, I will say as someone who's done a black light challenge before on a show like it was it was a bit difficult to find everything that would yeah. work because there were some elements of mine that I like painted for it. And so I was like, does this paint really work? Does this and that fabric was work? one of the things that I was wondering too. I was like, is this going to be like UV reactive or is this black light reactive? Mm -hmm. Because I feel like they said UV, but I'm like UV and black light don't always inherently exactly. mean the exact same thing. And that's why, so Hillary on my season, yeah. she had a look that was UV reactive. And that's why, and that was a week that she was, um, she wasn't in the bottom cause they did like a, a weird top five, bottom five situation you know with the yeah. returners but she just didn't feel as confident about that look because it did have so many difficulties with the reaction light um so yeah that that being said that is definitely something that is concerning um but it looked honestly everyone really turned it out i thought i agree slay sorry <laughs> i gotta distract i was distracted because my phone is on do not disturb and all of a sudden, and my phone is you. vibrating, and I'm getting text messages. And then I realize, oh, they probably put notify anyways. Mm. Do you hit that button? Only with Mark. Oh, okay. I think that's fair. You know, I do that if with it's your Mark partner, then go for it. Because sometimes Mark will put their phone on do not disturb while at work. But if it's after work, and I know they're home, and I'm on the way over. I'm disturbing them. And I need to get into the apartment building. 
I'm disturbing them because I don't want to have to wait. <laughs> my phone is just pretty much always on silent. So I imagine people. I hate have that, to like, use silent that. isn't a thing anymore. I can't find silent. I can only find do not disturb. Mm. And I don't necessarily want, you know, I think there needs to be a middle ground, right? Like, I, I don't, it shouldn't have to be like outdoor mode or silent. Like, mine is, I, like, I have a silent mode. You have an iPhone, right? Yeah. You don't have silent? I have it on vibrate. I don't, I don't know if I even have vibrate. You have vibrate. I've always just had my phone on vibrate. I rarely have sound on, but I don't know how to like, I, one of these updates, I like lost even how to like turn vibrate off. I don't know how to just put it on silent without it being do not disturb. See, maybe that's me being a millennial and Ah, getting older and and not keeping up with technology. Hmm. See, I haven't had to turn off the vibrate or even use the vibrate anymore ever since yeah. I became old enough to use a vibrator. I mean, before I was about to say, you just you don't have to shove it up your ass anymore. I don't. Yeah, I mean, before I would just text my mom, "Help, I've been kidnapped," and then put it on vibrate and shove it up my ass. Your Motorola Razor. That's right. Well, it was a Nokia at the time. That was more waterproof and resistant to certain yeah. matter that it may come into contact with. Yeah. You know? Sorry, gotta keep. You it certainly for the weren't kids. putting BlackBerry up there. Certainly was not putting a BlackBerry. And no, no, no. They were far too wide. BlackBerry. Let's get back to Dragula. <laughs> Is that what we're reviewing? So we had this fright feat. Yes, which was they had to do makeup with dollar store ninety nine cent. Same thing. Is it? Yes. Okay. With dollar store. Um, Halloween makeup kits. And honestly, this is something that I've kind of wanted to just like fuck around and try. Yeah, me too. Um, it seemed like the, it was supposed to be a drag face. So I was surprised when Cynthia didn't win. Well, I mean, I thought Cynthia deserved to win them. No one necessarily said it, right? They never said like it has to be a drag face. They I just said it, it has drag. to be the best makeup. Um, yeah, I mean, the, what I what I wrote down, I, I thought think- they said getting drag using only uh i don't think they said get into drag i think they said the monster with the best makeup will be safe from extermination um that's what i wrote down i didn't put it in quotes so it may not be exact but cynthia's impressed me the most yeah i I was impressed that cynthia was able to get it pretty close to her regular drag face but i i will also say i was impressed with um how like uh throb being able to completely finish a look yeah even though it wasn't their drag face, but finish a look. Um, and then you had Neo looks more who cheated. <laughs> pulled super glue out of her hat. I think she was trying her hair. Well, but it showed her taking her hat off and pulling the oh, super glue that. out of that. She said under her wig, but it showed video of her taking out of a hat. There's video evidence. You rolled the tapes. Um, I, I have to say, yeah, with that, I was like, girl, why are you well okay first of all did you know she still she came in with a full face on so i was like are they gonna make her take it off so that she can do this and then she went this direction and i just i hate a bitch i love neo but also i kind of hate a bitch that does something different and create so so creative just to be different you know what i mean they just glue shit to their face well yeah and it's like oh well no one else is gonna do this so i'm gonna do it It, it doesn't matter if it's like actually good like what's her face who was on drag race thailand Drove me crazy with that. Genie. 
Do you know who I'm talking about? Was that season two? It was season two. I didn't watch season two. Okay. Well, her name is Jeannie, and she will appear at Drag Race stuff. Is she in a bottle? No, she's not. She couldn't fit. Um, but but the bottle was glued to her face. Yeah, basically. But she would always like be walking around and looking at people and being like, "Oh, what are they doing? What are they doing?" Well, I'm going to do this because it's different. And a lot of times that's a good strategy. But she would be so different and so like just. It, she was so open-minded, her brain fell out. You know what I mean? And so I would caution That's people. That's just because in being that she different. got fisted. That is. I mean, they a few too all the way times. up to her brain. Jeez. Was there anyone else that surprised you with the makeup? Um, <laughs> are we talking about it in a good way or in a bad way? Either. <laughs> because Fantasia, mom. That, yeah, I don't. I kind of left. It was kind of symmetrical. Like, I see what she was going no, for. No, it's. It wasn't the like shapes. It was just the. It just looked so bad <laughs> with the the I white on lived, their though. face. I kind of lived. Yeah. What about orc? What did you think of orcs? Um, I lived for like the like eyes up. Oh, so for the forehead. Okay. <laughs> the, those two little lines. Well, the and the line. eyes, like basically the nose up. I lived. <laughs> I don't live for that kind of mouth that orc drew. Yeah, I mean that's why he wears uh, a plastic bag over his head most of the time. Um, so Throb wins immunity for this challenge, and it would have been a I huge, had a huge gag if sigh won. of relief whenever Throb won. Oh, really? I said, "Well, that's one less that I got to oh, worry about this week." Yeah, I had kind of already accepted that I was probably going to take an L this week with cynthia like I, I just feel like it was in the cards so um spoiler alert i was not that shocked when she didn't get immunity but she surely was she sh- yes she was uh now that we once we get into making the looks um orgotic says that this is going to be a difficult concept for them because they've never been to a haunted attraction yeah did that surprise you i mean they're from argentina well, yeah, but do other places in the world not have haunted houses? Very, like an 80s style haunted house is a very Americanized thing. Sure, sure. I, I just, I didn't know that. I didn't know that that was an American culture thing, you know? So, I mean, like even the UK doesn't celebrate Halloween the way we do. Mm, I guess that's fair. I, I guess it depends on where Halloween is celebrated in the world because th- that's our main season for this kind of thing, right? Okay, interesting. I, yeah. I really had no idea that other places didn't have I mean, I, haunted attractions like this. It's not something that I would have like known, but it's not something I'm surprised by. Mm. I was like, I if was somebody would have asked me, I would have been like, oh yeah, they probably don't. But like, it's not something I've like thought about. Yeah. It, it, I, I had not thought of it either. It, it really shocked me. Um, another interesting thing that happened while they were making the looks was Cynthia had this cube versus sphere moment um i thought thoughts? it was a pyramid <laughs> pyramid <laughs> yeah this was so freaking funny especially how it kept coming back in the cauldron in particular yeah i thought it was so funny when she's just sitting there <laughs> sipping her drink and then you, you hear the voices in her head a cube is a square right <laughs> and then it goes on to say oh a cube is a 4d circle when it's I a 3D it was a 40 circle. square. Oh, yes. Oops. I got it confused. A, a cube is a 4D square, but still, it's 3D, not 4D. Yeah. Yeah. 
but I, I kind of just felt like they were giving Cynthia a nice send off with that <laughs> so she could make a t-shirt on her way out the door. I know. She's provided some iconic television. She really has. And she should be celebrated for that. Honestly, I, I've loved Cynthia so much. Like yeah. it as a personality, it's, it's one that it, it's just her, her, her drag didn't necessarily get her a memorable moment on the show, but like just her as a person, I feel like her booking fee can be so high because everyone wants to have Cynthia on the mic. Yeah. Anyone wants to have Cynthia there talking with them. Hummus to the fungus. Uh, yeah. Oh um, my. And she had good solid looks like her fungus look. I, I really liked that one. Yeah. So yeah, props to Cynthia. She is so, she just talented. started the season out. Really? The order of the looks Maybe wasn't her favor though. Who knows? Maybe. I mean, who knows what she would have because had for I the last like ones. Because I feel like these past two looks were her weakest look. Mm-hmm. It just started. So she out. started strong. Yeah. Which got her this far. True. True. And I'm thankful it did. After that, Neo asked Throb for a masculinity 101 coaching session. What did you think of this? I thought it was cute. Me too. I was. I kind of wondered if Throb would even do it though. After their. Um, they're just big change in demeanor from the last episode. Like the way they spoke with Jake. Hey, I was like, Oh my God, they're really not going to help anyone with anything. So I was like, I'm surprised Neo was even asking for this, but then they were game. So, and I'm really glad they did. Cause I think, I don't think they should have because Neo ended up fucking winning. (laughs) Right now. They probably won't help anyone ever again. (laughs) She used that Dorito method and now throb is not sharing Uh it with anybody else. I'm sure. Now I will have to say though, it was, I was thankful for this because I'm making my oops, all Kings debut on December 23rd. So I'm going to be using some of that Dorito method, uh, for sure. Um, I had, you heard that before for Kings? No, me neither. It was, it was awesome. Me too. Yeah. It was kind of, it was awesome to get to, hear this kind of representation we hear so much about like how to walk in heels or how to talk yada 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 just so much queen shit but this was a real tangible thing that i think is going to be helpful for kings um well anything else stick out to you from the first bit of the episode just my dick oh well we're gonna take a break while you talk that back in put that away Bob. hey y'all this is twat wyland from diy productions a proud sponsor of Miss Magic City Comedy Queen. I'm here to tell you about our next big event as we get ready to ring in the new year. 2023 is almost over, and we're excited to invite you to the New Year's Eve Drag Night at the Nick. We've got not one, but two shows with a stunning lineup of performers. Make Drag Night at the Nick your last show of 2023 and your first show of 2024. In addition to the sickening performances, we'll have a photo booth, giveaways, drink specials, and a champagne toast to help you start your new year in style. Get your tickets now at tiny.cc slash nye underscore drag night. That's tiny.cc slash nye underscore drag night. Space is limited, so act fast. It's never too early for your New Year's resolution, so make yours Drag Night at the Nick. And we are back just in time for the Red Rocket to blast (laughs) Put that Red Rocket away, (laughs) Vaughn. No. Yes, it's time for the floor show. And... (laughs) 
Oh my god, I gotta move past that. We have the Boulet brothers walking out, looking more ghostly than ever, with a red rocket on their head. Oh my god, no, that ain't a red rocket. That's the background. That's uh, the white rocket. <laughs> Not the white. Rocket. What did you think of these kimono-ish? I thought the look. Looks. I like the dress. I like the hair. I wish they were separate. I didn't really. I mean, I didn't. I'll go ahead and say this was a, a big flop for me. Um, I, I personally thought the hair wasn't really good either. Um, but I think the hair would be really fierce with a different outfit. May, I maybe my my personal issue was that it was just it looked really small, especially on Drac's head. You know, it's just like Drac. I think Drac needs big hair. They they got a man's head. You know what I mean? Fat and round and you know you got a nice thick jawline not flapjack calling <laughs> drac morta fat and round no you I heard didn't it say that she Flapping was i said her head was you heard it here first <laughs> folks flapjack called drac fat and round well i have to watch that myself sometimes because i have a, a pretty round head and depending on how my weight is fluctuating i can't always wear like a small wig well so not all of us are blessed to be able to wear a pussy cat and look cunt yeah like you <laughs> allegedly cunt i thought you had a red rocket <laughs> um okay so did you fawn or flop the bullet i'll give them uh, fawn minus okay uh, now, it, I know we just kind of jumped ahead in this, but we have a very sophisticated system here at Flapping and Fawning for whether we like or dislike these looks. And just a little backtracking moment. If we like it, it's a... Fawn. And if we dislike it, it's a... Flop. So Fawn liked it with a minus, and Flapjack hated it. So I flopped it. But what do we do if it's something that we like more than a Fawn? Oh, if it's the best thing we've ever seen, it's a... Fetch. Stop trying to make fetch happen it's not going to happen but you know what did happen guest judges they were there and we had they surely were they surely were and the first don't call me charlie uh wow <laughs> you're taking my joke from two episodes ago okay i'm writing this one down fawn uh, i'm just surprised you know how to write why because i went to st Clair county yeah well and me too i'm honestly survived a I'm <laughs> surprised I survived. There you, it is. You can rap, but you just can't talk. Huh? <laughs> Victoria Elizabeth name. <laughs> Who in the winner? <laughs> our next guest judge, or our first guest judge, is Victoria Elizabeth Black, who won me the last fantasy fag roster bet yeah. in Boulet Brothers Dragula Titans as the winner. So thank you, you Victoria. We share a reign. You still gotta help organize that tattoo session. I do, I do. Um, and it's gonna happen eventually. <laughs> I promise. You will you will be inked. Because I cannot be the one that makes the like thing because I don't know what it yeah, is. Yeah, that's true. I gotta make the appointment. We need to find the place. Oh, there's just so much to do, Fawn. Look, I've sent you places that could possibly do it wait you did locally can you send them to me again check with sanctum sanctum yeah okay it's near mom's basement all right there are also comic oh wait that's where i got my first tattoo done that's where i got my only tattoo boom you think they would i bet they would do it they're fun they're nice call them yeah we could get a drink at mom's basement after yeah 
We'll have juicy cookies after. It'll be really amazing. <laughs> um, okay. So, yes, Victoria Elizabeth Black is there. I was so glad to see her again. I got to meet her on the Dragula tour. And I one thing that I was really surprised about was I thought she had more tattoos than this <laughs> in the reference photo. She really ain't wearing much. I know. She's not. We, we can see her nipples. Lord have mercy. But I re- She does have a Dragula bitch tattoo on her. Somewhere. Isn't all of her tattoos on her back? Are they? Okay. I thought that she had more on her chest, but I guess not. She got that spider web creeping up to the front. Yeah. I was excited to see her in this. Um, here, or back in the... You were excited to see her in this look. You don't like this look? I think it's simple, but I like it. I think it's cute, but like it's like bar cute. Yeah, that's true. Next up, we had Darren Stein, who, what's what does he direct? Jawbreaker? Sure. That's the one, Jawbreaker. And he's he has, been on every single season of the Boulay Brothers Dragula as a guest judge. And not just every season, but he's, every iteration. So that includes Resurrection, that includes Titans. He and is every the other only before. one to have appeared on every iteration. Yeah. So what is like? Um, uh, yeah, I was excited to have these two back, especially for such a cool challenge. I love Dragula Santino. <laughs> Darren Stein, shut your mouth with your no drag knowledge mouth. Um, what? Okay, who was this first look? How would you describe it? First up, we have Rob Zombie. <laughs> you have to, yeah. That's spelled T H Flynn. Who is coming out as a preacher man? Uh huh. With his holy Bible. And his hat with some cow horns on it. And the black light reveals. I think this is a very impressive reveal because you couldn't see the like upside down crosses and everything. Yeah. Um, And like the skeletal makeup until the black light reveal. So I think that was really impressive. Same, same. I was and very like, impressed with this. The like biblical person is somebody that would be in a haunted house. So I believe Absolutely. It. Yeah. Especially if you want to talk about those, um, what are they called? The Christian ones? Hell houses? <laughs> judgment houses. That's it. <laughs> I used to work in a judgment house. You would. I swear to God. I was, it I was, believe that. <laughs> I was in the youth group room and I was the singer, like the lead singer of the praise band. Holy is the Lord God almighty. Yeah. People usually thought they were in hell, but I was like, no, we're just in the, the first room. You're you're like, the house hasn't even started yet. <laughs> the house hasn't even, I'm just singing in the lobby for tips. <laughs> but yeah, Throb could replace me in that room for sure. Um, I, I agree. I thought this was really, really well done, especially with how much it transformed when the black light got turned on. So yeah, um, it's a big fun for me. Agreed. Next up, we had Fantasia Royale, Snake Snake. I'm a snake. I'm a sneaky little snake. Sneaky snake. So, I saw him on TikTok the other day. Fantasia? No, the snake. Oh, guy. he's like on TikTok now. Gotcha. Well, good for him. Yeah. So Fantasia, um, <laughs> I I was extreme. Like, my, what? what? Let me ask a question. Okay. What was? the black light transformation okay hold on can we we'll get there in a second i will i just want to say i felt that like as she went through 
the entire presentation of her floor show, I, I just got more and more disappointed. The Like when it first turned the corner, I was like, winner. Except this I saw so that hole cool. from the jump. Oh, I didn't. I didn't until she was crawling around. But No, to- like the hole in the back at her butt where it's butt the seam was busting oh i didn't see that at, at yeah. first um it, it shows in the little like mm, i should watch it again um and i loved the concept of this i know that there is a i wish i could remember what it what the name of it was but there is this i iconic historically significant drag look that was in a pageant and i wish i could tell you more where basically someone is in this very long snake thing and and she was it sasha colby it might have been. It, it, it's kind of like the video I saw of it is really old and grainy. I'm I'm not sure, um, but it and that's what my mind thought of, and I thought she might be referencing that thing that I saw. Listeners, if you know what I'm talking about, please let us know so I can like look Leave at it, it again. In a five star review. Yes, um, but when the black light came on, t- I I saw it. it uh, I thought that the main reveal of it was that it was an X ray of the human body inside of a skeleton inside of a snake. Really? I saw it right away. Especially I did not. Yeah, if you look at her breast area, you see the I did not think that, that was clear enough. This head of the snake <clears throat> looks what did I think it looked like? It reminds me a little bit of the snake from Beetlejuice. Yeah. I don't know. I really loved this. I mean this was this is honestly kind of a camp on a geeky look. I think it's it would like, do so well. I'm impressed because I don't know that I'd be able to do it. However, the level's still not there. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Um, and her hopping around like a frog. <laughs> yeah, it, this has got to be tough to deliver. Like, I was thinking, if I was to model this, how would I do it? Would I just crawl around on my arms and, you know? Do the worm. I guess, but like you can't really do that on a runway, and especially with how many times they they do it and get you at different angles and stuff. Like that would hurt your body. Uh, maybe she should be on something with like wheels, like a wheelchair or something. I don't know. Um, but then it would be a, a snake in a wheelchair, which doesn't make any other sense. I don't know. I don't Imagine if she was like on a hoverboard thing, and like she would the, just need a bunch of them. And she was <laughs> like a raised up leave. snake that was like prepared like if she did a oh, cobra like about to strike yeah like a cobra about to strike that would be kind of slack that would be that would be really cool um i was imagining like if she was on one of those hoverboard things and she leaned forward but she couldn't stop and just projected off the <laughs> runway into the boulet's judging booth. fantasia royale model! <laughs> um that being said, it's a flop. A flop? Uh, I'm. I really liked this overall, and I just wish that she had the finesse to make it more seamless. Um, and be, I think because I like it more than I dislike it, I'm going to give it a fawn. Um, even even with those flaws, but I, I you know, I I still think the assignment was successful with the black light transformation. Um, it, so yeah, it's a it's a fawn for me. Next up, we had Blackberry. What did you think about this one? She's serving you some Egyptian goddess. Well, god of Anubis. Um, as well as like giving you a little bit of like a mummy vibe with like the um, thing that was over it. Kind of gave me like, yeah, like a, a sarcophagus. Mummy vibe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, um, I really enjoyed this. 
I don't I know didn't. about you, but I really enjoyed this. I don't, I don't know. This was like, honestly, I really liked this. I Okay, so I don't mean to jump too far ahead. This was my second favorite of the week. Okay, okay, cool. I don't mean to jump too far ahead, but one thing that when, you know, when they asked reasons why people should go, or Gothic made the comment that we feel, I they feel like they're seeing someone else's vision with a lot of their looks. And although... Although I feel that we have seen Blackberry's brand, I agree with the way Orgotic phrased that. And this, it, to me, I felt like it was, it didn't, it didn't feel as personal as some of her other looks have. Um, but and, also at the same time, I feel like this was the most on the nose would be in a haunted house. That is fair. Anybody totally. on the stage. What do you think of the hair? It looked a little small to me. I don't think hair always has to be huge. I don't think it has to be huge. I think it's fine because it had the ears in it. Yeah, but it could use a little more volume. You know, those were my big issues with it. Um, in my opinion, I thought I thought it needed a little more because her head is also round and wide. I like that the teeth glue. Glowed. I love that the teeth also glue glow glue glue glow. Alexa, I think it's glue. What's the past glowed. tense of glow? The past tense of the word glow is glowed. Glow. Past tense. Simply add ed to the base form of the word. Girl, I don't need a fucking English glow lesson. Also glowed. 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 We've said that word too many times and now it sounds weird. It does. Glowed. It sounds wrong. Uh, glue. <laughs> she glue up. Glowed up. I guess it is glowed. Glowed. Okay. Glowed. <laughs> Take my galode. <laughs> I knew that's where that was about to go. <laughs> Anyways, I thought it was a successful look. Um, I think the black just light was really well it. executed. I don't think it was the biggest like transformation, but I think it was still effective. Like yeah. So far, based on the looks that we've looked at, I think Throb had the best transformation. And I think Blackberry had the most would be in a haunted house. Yeah, I guess so. I, my brain does not immediately go to like Egyptian. I've, I, I just don't think That's I've seen that before. Only people of color should be doing it. Because mm, white people shouldn't be doing it. I just hadn't, I haven't seen it anywhere else. So I, I didn't think. Of I it, mean, but like yeah, the if, mummy if and shit. Like if you're going to have a mummy in a haunted house, like, you know what I mean? Like mummy is such a like eighties trope. And yeah. like the, thing was 80s haunted house totally um i mean it's it's a it's a fawn for me i don't it's yeah. not bad double fawns well done blackberry next up we have orc gothic what do you think of this look are we talking about the look or the presentation all of it because i'm actually pretty intrigued by the look Okay. I don't understand how it fits the category. Okay. But it had an impactful reveal. However, like the, like there was a reveal. There was a new look with the black light. You know what I mean? I get that. However, what the fuck is it? And what the fuck was the performance? Yeah, I don't. The like arm that was flailing around. I have one thing to the, say. Like, Licking the boot or sniffing the foot. I didn't think this made any sense. I thought that this was. I think this would make a fierce Instagram post. What? I don't. I don't even know about that. 
like I I actually felt a bit differently in that it was a successful transformation because the reveal is supposed to be we turn on the UV light and immediately there is a change. They had to like remove a cape to yeah, show but that. Everybody had some kind of overgarment. No, not everybody. Except for Fantasia, everybody had some kind of overgarment. But Throb's uh, overgarment changed as well. Yeah, but he revealed his big thing was he opened up the thing is when the black light came on. Yeah, but... Everybody. But orcs did not have that element, you know? And to me, that that misses the assignment. That's Um, fair. So... Yeah, I mean it's still going to be a flop for me. It's a it's a it's a flop for me as well. Double flop. Um, I'm not delusional. I know orcs <laughs> on my roster, and I love orc, but I'm not delusional. It is still a flop. I yeah, I I don't I don't understand what the goal was with this, and um, I, I'm just I'm starting to feel really worried for orc. You know, yeah. I, I I think that not again not to jump too far ahead but i i really identify with what they were talking about about it's just like is there more to orc is there more or have we seen it all yeah and they they talked about uh, they got there completely on their own they have all their money with them they they are they don't have someone like blackberry does making all their garments they're making everything you know and using what they have and i identified with that because when I was preparing for camp, I did not have the support system I have now. You know, it was yeah. me and my husband and then someone who I genuinely just didn't have the time to make three other looks that I paid to do it. Yeah. And so, I mean, that is so tough to like have to do all of that on your own. So I don't know. I, I, I don't read too far into it for them, especially when they had a, a cultural difference that a cultural yeah. barrier that kept them from understanding this category so much. But it, I, I feel like, the ideas have kind of run dry for orc. Um, yeah. To be honest. Um, and especially like, I know on the podcast, the comparison was made to Neo, um, who also had a cultural difference, but Neo lives in LA now. So Neo will have a little more mm-hmm. awareness of what a haunted house is by living in LA. Also for what I understand, she's friends with Hoso. So she knows like, kind of what they're looking for can, yeah. or has someone she can bounce ideas off of. Yeah. I don't know that orc has that. Um, okay. Anything else about orc before we move on? No. Okay. Next up we have Cynthia doll. <laughs> um, this, this was a miss for me. Uh, uh, the coolest thing about it in my opinion was whenever they would get the angle right for the face to really line up and then we could see the, the vision but that there's an element so i like about this but not for this challenge it it feels very to me this is like the girl who's like oh my god i'm going to a drag show i'm gonna dress up like a drag queen and so they go on amazon order a corset uh a tutu some leggings that match and a little ugly rainbow bob wig throw some glitter on and go and it's i I was like this is your vision cynthia i have a name in my mind right now about who that girl is oh god but i'm not gonna say it on the pod (laughs) and honestly for that girl it's not a read like i appreciate you coming and getting excited for the drag show and dressing that way but the drag queen needs to have a little bit more to it you know and i i don't think we had that so um this one is a flop for me what i really you didn't say what i expected you to say oh what i have more to say i told mark as we were watching i said flap's gonna say this is piecemeal 
It is piecemeal. I, I absolutely think that. But really, my biggest issue with it was that I felt that the blacklight transformation reveal wasn't strong enough. Um, because I it, like that the teeth reveal in the mouth, but I already could tell it was a mouth. Oh, same. You know what? I did not even notice that until you said it. But yeah. But that's the thing. Like I, I still could tell that's a mouth that we're gonna about, we're about to get eyes, and then when the lights changed, I, it just didn't impress me enough. So especially compared to some of the others that we've had that were more full body transformations. Yeah. So yeah, it was a, it was a flop for me. Did you already say? No, but it is a flop. Sorry, Cynthia, you did not pay hummus to the Cheshire Cat this time. And last but not least, we have Neo Huru X. What'd you think? Um, <laughs> it was a lot. It was I, a lot. I was very impressed. I enjoyed this look. Yeah. I don't fully understand how it fits into a haunted house unless, unless, and this just came to me. So maybe it does fit more than I was thinking. Considering Five Nights is Freddy at Freddy's mm-hmm. is a huge thing now. Now that I made that connection in my mind this does fit. Yeah. I, I, I see that. I didn't even necessarily think of it as five nights at Freddy's. I just see it as this kind of fucked up creature coming at me yeah, with but a, like, a knife dick. I don't want that near me. Get away. Like, I, what is the like haunted house character? Like if it's supposed to be yeah. traditional haunted house character. So I was a little confused by that. They wanted element. 80s haunted house but they didn't Black even. Light. They didn't say that necessarily they until said haunted house. until well, they said haunted house. But I think a lot of things can fit in a haunted house, and so I don't think this is quite as cut and dry as the but like Halloween costume one from you, Titans. Like, a haunted house. You want to go with a haunted house trope? Sure, sure. But I mean, I, I've seen lots of things in a haunted house that that could fit. You know, so I, I think, and I, I don't. To think me, that it's this not is, whether it like would quote unquote fit. It's more of like. Is this a trope for a haunted house? You know what I mean? Like, cause you're always going to have your clown. You're always going to have your like doctor nurse yes. thing, like stuff like that. You're always going to have your chainsaw man. Like these are your like tropes for a haunted house. And this may be something I don't have the knowledge you do because you've worked in one. Yeah. I, I, I just know that I've, I've often seen this kind of character who is mostly naked, covered in blood, has like a little diaper or something on or, a, or, I don't know some kind of underwear. I want to know and where this like they body chase you around came from because I want it like the full body suit. Yeah, I want it. It was it was cool. I straight up want this. And what really shocked me about this was how and I'm sure that Neo had practiced beforehand a little bit on the macho side of things. It was uh, very graphic. It was very graphic. I'm and not complaining. What that sur- probably sounded like I was being prudish when I said that. I enjoyed this. It, I, no, you're right. It was so graphic. And what surprised me was I wasn't sure if Neo was going to win this until they had like the whole 22nd moment where they did nothing in the montage, but look at Neo's performance. And I was like, okay, so, so she's, she's clearly won this, right? Like they, this is all looking very successfully gruesome. So I think she's got it. Did you feel that way? I don't think Neo should have won this episode. Oh, really? Who did you think should have won? Either Blackberry or Throb. Mm. with both my comment about the the other two fit in a haunted house more like traditionally if you're going by a traditional haunted house as well as what was neo's blacklight transformation i i felt the same i did not like that i like when the when the body lit up 
What is, are those tattoos? I see one that's kind of in the shape of a cross. I feel like on the it leg. might supposed to be like. It wasn't clear to me. N- yeah, uh, at, but I did think it was cool that the the head I think li- like completely changed color. Like it looks like there's like a yellow version of it, and then they had something. No, I think were, the yellow version of it is a, just a stuffed animal that was on. The oh, stage. there was a stuffed animal. Okay, and well, then they like where did all these props come from? Did they have them on their person or did they? I don't were, think so. I think it might have been brought out. I don't know where it came from. Yeah, that aspect of it I don't love because I personally think that if you're gonna do a runway style competition, this is this is my controversial opinion. I don't think that you should one need more help than a hey, can you zip me up? You know, something like that, something real easy. Like I just can't reach my back, and I don't think that you should have all these props people are handing to you to successfully do your floor show. Yeah, uh, I I always find that very strange, but. Another question I had was we have now seen on Camp Wanakiki two winners who d- gave feminine looks, masculine looks, gender fuck looks. Do you think it's more and, and now we're seeing this with Neo. Do you think judges are just automatically more impressed when they see two different genders from an entertainer? I mean, it is impressive when especially somebody is, does the over the top hyper feminine yeah. And then they can do a 180 after they've shown that they can do that hyper feminine really well. And they do a 180 and show that they can go in the exact opposite direction just as strong. Mm-hmm. It It's a duality and it's not something everybody can do. Right. It is impressive. Yeah. I, just, I, I guess I did not realize... Like, I, I had an appreciation for that, I guess. I mean, it's happened on Drag Race, too. Like, there's been contestants that have done, like, Mo on... Yes, yes, um, yes, yes, on UK versus the World. Yeah. Yeah, they had, like, a king look, and then... And or I don't even know if it was technically a king look, but it was, like, butch, a butch queen. And then also Victoria Scon yeah. on Canada versus the World. True, true. Um, I don't know. I, I It just really stuck, stood out to me in this way, because we... It's been on my mind a lot, obviously, because I care a lot about Camp Wanakiki, but to see it on this other show that we also discuss was interesting to me. Um, Anything else about Neo's look before we move on? I don't think so. Okay. It is a fawn for me. Same. Well done, Neo. And in the wise words of Neo Hooru X, we're going to go to the strip club during this break. We are back discussing judgment. Now, before announcing the placements, the Boulets say that the cast is getting along a little too well. So they ask the contestants who should go home tonight and why. Um, And so for the first time in Dragula history, everyone. Honestly, I think for the first time in like any reality TV show history. Yeah, it was kind of jarring i don't know that i've ever seen this happen same um what did you think about it i lived yeah i lived i i was expecting who was last was it orc that was last no fantasia was last. fantasia oh yeah fantasia said orc because Mm -hmm. everybody had said somebody i wasn't expecting fantasia to say orc i I thought she was gonna say throb same so i was very surprised when she said orc and i almost wonder if she took that opportunity she was like well I don't want to work. 
I don't want work to get out of this unscathed. I'm going to say work. Maybe, but also because she knows reality TV too. Yes, but I was, I was, I kind of expected her to say throb because I feel at that point she has the the swing vote, you know, yeah. to potentially pile on to somebody. Yeah, but if throb is has immunity, it doesn't matter if that's you true. Pile on to throb. That's very fair. Okay, um, I have to say with this, like, I think that, and I mean, I don't see Fantasia saying Blackberry or. Neo, because those are the ones Fantasia's closest to, which mm. leaves Cynthia, Throb, and Orc, and she also seems closer to Cynthia than she does Throb or Orc. So, for me, I thought it was interesting that... So, I personally agreed with what every single person said, you know? Like, I, I get every aspect of it, right? Cynthia said Throb due to some awkward performances. We've seen that with at least one malfunction in the last three talent or in the last three four, floor shows. Right. Um, Throb said Fantasia due to not seeing a darkness in her. I think that's something you and I have also said on the podcast. Blackberry said Neo due to her being the biggest competition, which I think is a, a safe answer, but makes sense. Especially when you're one of the ones that's towards the top, it makes mm-hmm. sense to go after somebody that's also at the top. Yeah. Neo saying Cynthia due to track record makes total sense. That's probably who I would have chosen over everyone or Goddick saying Blackberry due to her looks, not surprising um, him in the dark and alternative department. And then finally Fantasia saying orc due to a lot of the looks being slightly the same. I feel like this, I was just like, this is what we have been saying on the podcast. Yeah. So it, I, I thought that was, it was interesting. It, it became less about we're going to, pile on this one person and more about this is just the way it is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we then find out our tops and bottoms. Um, and it turned out that Neo Huru X throb zombie and Blackberry were in the top with Neo Huru X winning. And then in the bottom, we had Fantasia Orcotic and Cynthia doll with orc and Cynthia doll in the bottom too. Um, do you think so? One thing I was wondering was with Throb helping Neo and Neo getting this win, do you think Throb will ever help anyone ever again? <laughs> Who knows? I, yeah, I they, mean, they, t- they tend to turn on a dime. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I, I, I would personally like to still meet don't Throb. think Neo should have won, but I mm. think it should have gone to the Blackberry or Throb. I think both of them were a little more well-rounded in the challenge than Neo was. I think Neo had a very original and an incredible and amazing look. I just don't think it fit the challenge as well as the other two did. Mm. Well, I have another win on my roster, bitch. <laughs> what you going to do? We do we need to fast forward to see who goes home? Uh, I mean, that's fine. I still have two very strong contenders on my roster. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not worried. You're not worried when Fantasia was in the bottom two last week and in the bottom three this no, week? No, no, I'm not. Were you not worried when Throb failed at another uh, uh, prop? And was still in the top? Well, they were desperate for that immunity. All right. Next up, we have the cauldron. Was there anything? I feel like we've talked about a lot of the cauldron already. So Orc showed a really emotional side in this cauldron and expressed that they had to do everything on their own to get here. Um, and then they also talked a little bit more about everyone saying each other's names. Um, was any piece of that notable to you? Not really. I, I did want to give an honorable mention to Fantasia being in witness protection 
with you know the black blacked out um confession oh, yeah. that i literally laughed out loud on my couch and that does not always happen and then said her me. own name <laughs> said her own name <laughs> it was so funny <laughs> um yeah <laughs> and then it was closed out with orc giving or neo giving orc a well that i it, it seemed like the way it was phrased was that Neo gave Orc this good luck kiss goodbye, but Orc was basically dicking her down on this couch. The, what they need, to, what the real blacklight challenge should be is going in to the cauldron after and seeing where all the cum is on the couch. Yeah. Go in their <laughs> hotel rooms. Or in their hotel rooms. They'll see. Yeah. I imagine that would get wild. So then we get into the extermination, which is a haunt with no walls Surrounded by a maze of shock lasers, where Orc and Cynthia must find their way to the exit. And if they cross the wrong laser, that means you get shocked with 10,000 volts of electricity. And that's like in a neck thing. What right? happens if you like just step over the laser? I, th- I feel like someone is there doing it. I don't know. But also like you're on camera. I think if, if you stepped over the laser, you'd probably get exterminated. You know? Yeah. Um, I would kind of, I would do this. Me too. It seemed kind of fun, but also if we're, if we're doing, if we're talking about it for like the bet, how would we do this? Like, I don't know anywhere that does this. We just get a shock collar we for a dog. Buzz, buzz the other person. Is that 10,000 volts? <laughs> I, I felt this was kind of painful to watch. Honestly, like I, I, I know on the podcast, they said that they were having fun since they even asked to do it again, but. Uh, it it hurt me to watch them and hear them screaming in pain. This is a completely off tangent <laughs> okay. thing, but speaking of painful to watch, have you heard of that new Netflix movie? I've been talk I've already talked to Twat about this and been talking to Mark and Mark has <laughs> no idea what I'm talking about because they haven't really heard of it and haven't watched it yet. It came out last Friday. It's a new Netflix movie, Leave the World Behind. No, I haven't heard of that. There's a scene, spoiler, um, or this person, because I'm not going to say who it is in the movie, because that's even more spoilers, is pulling their teeth out. Oh, fuck. Not like not like painfully. They're kind of like falling out. But still, just and that imagery. Just is, able to like... Uh, painful uh, to watch. Yeah. That's like this movie, um, Would You Rather? Have you seen that? No. It's like they invite all of these people who are really desperate in their lives for some sort of additional income right and so they invite it's like Like squid games yeah pretty much but it's like these eight people that go to this guy's mansion and they do they play these different games and most of them are like torture games to win the grand prize which is like the owner um of or the, the guy who facilitates this funding whatever they need right so the main character for example her brother has cancer and she needs to fund his treatments. And so basically they all Do have they to like die. Yeah. They all have to kill each other off. And whoever is the last person living is the winner. And there's seen like, there's a lot of like self mutilation and shit. And that movie, I think about it all the time to this day. Cause there's a part where it's like, I guess this is kind of content warning <laughs> everyone. There's a part where someone had to drown. Like you had to hold your breath underwater for two minutes and so i will still sometimes like see how long i can hold my breath to see if i could do it because this one particular character um was scared of water and so when 
she like you had like an option. It was like, would you rather do this or have to have your fate that's in this envelope? And so she chose the envelope because she was scared of water. And it was you had to hold your breath underwater for four minutes instead of two stresses me the fuck out. And so it's stuff like that. Like people have to cut their eyes open. Like it, it would remove teeth with no anesthetic, like, ah! like shocking each other. It's very much that. <laughs> so anyways, how did we get on this topic? <laughs> if y'all could see how Fawn is staring at me, like staring at me like a deer in headlights. Torture porn kind of like horror is not generally the kind that I get into. I know it's torture porn, but please put your red rocket away. Fawn. <laughs> Okay, on a scale of one to ten, where would you rate this particular challenge on the scare factor? Like a four. A four for Fawn. I, I don't know. The the sustained pain gets me, but it's it definitely doesn't beat. But it's also the kind of like one. sheer like luck. Yeah, it's like luck. I don't know. There's some there's a fun element to it, but I imagine after you get shocked like four or five times, it's not fun yeah. anymore. So I think I would give it a. I think I'm gonna give it a six. Because it's it's got that pain element, but there's still a fun aspect to it, in my opinion. Which brings us to the death of Cynthia Dahl. What'd you think of this one? I don't remember this death thing oh. because I only watched it once and I remember I was very tired. I've been working 12-hour shifts this week i've only watched this once that's okay that's life well cynthia has probably watched hers 12 times by now um it was the only one of the season that was in color unless we get a future death in color which i thought was pretty cool um she walks through a black light haunt the same one that we saw at the beginning and eventually is killed in the spinning room by the boules with chainsaws Slay. and the whole time i was thinking that must have been so hard for the boules to film like because they have to like hold up the chainsaws on that metal bridge and like their heels are getting stuck in it. And like the room is spinning, but you have like a chainsaw. Like, I don't know. I, oh, I imagine that's gotta be very coordinated. Rooms, and I love the spinning rooms and there's a trick to the spinning rooms. You just have to look straight forward at the solid black ahead of you and not look at the spinning. I like to embrace it. It's like a free roller coaster. It's like when you get drunk and go to bed, <laughs> there are times. Ooh, I hate that. Yeah. I just feel like a giraffe throwing my head around. <laughs> There are times that I do really give into it and I will like fully fall down in there. Yeah. And even then when I like stare straight ahead at the like solid black, it is still sometimes like, whoop, <laughs> whoop, there it is. And speaking of whoop, there it is. There is our fantasy fag roster. Fawn, who do you got? I've still got Blackberry, Throb Zombie, and Orcotic all still with one win apiece. And I only have two remaining monsters on my roster, but I feel good about them. We have Fantasia with one win and Neohuru X with two. We both have First three person wins. with two wins in the season, baby. We both have three wins on our rosters. We do. We do. Um, I wonder how our 12th monster would have done. If we would still be tied or if it'd be 4-2. Who knows? If, you know, if they had come on the show yeah damn it opal damn it opal get it together go beyond dragula girl um okay well what are you thinking of the season is this the top five you expected no same not at all i mean it probably would have been the, the five we chose first but um i'm pretty happy with where things have gone i, I think yeah. i think it makes it more exciting to see an unexpected ending you know yeah I agree. And I think Neo is going to be our like survivor girl. What, what's that called? The you final know, girl of the final girl. I really do. 
I just I see it. I see it happening. And I'm really pumped for it. How do you it. know it won't be a final boy? How do I know it won't be a final boy? Um, well, I feel like I've read Orc enough tonight for me to not have to do more. It could also <laughs> be Throb. Oh, well, they're not binary. Wow, not you misgendering Throb on this podcast. I'm talking about being the final king boy but like, isn't he he's more than a king isn't he isn't doesn't he, he do identifies as a king that does other things okay does he not yes but i wouldn't reduce him to a boy well you reduce um neo to a girl but she identifies as a drag queen so it's different but she did a masculine look this week but that doesn't mean that she is a boy or an envy <laughs> she hasn't said that she is whereas throb has what uh-huh you know what i'm saying is you are saying that neo is a girl and that's okay but me saying that throb would be a the final boy is incorrect fawn if you have not learned at this point that i make up the rules to my own games <laughs> and honey you got in, a big storm coming <laughs> and i come in and i knock that jenga tower down and okay. kick the sand from the sandbox we'll see. we'll see i have a feeling my final girl is going to take the crown. Flops of the week. This is our segment. At the end of each week of our Dracula review, we give a 60-second uninterrupted rant about something in this world that deserves to be flopped. And, uh, baby, I, I think I'm ready. Because I had an experience this week that really reminded me of why I needed to flop this thing that I'm about to flop. Slay. Yeah. Are you ready? I think so. Let's head I don't up. think you're ready. You don't think? Three, two, one, go. So this week I had a gig. And when I was at that gig, I do the thing that I always do. And I say, were you on Instagram? Hi, and, gay. Hi, gay. Follow me, please. And they say, sure am. And they hand me a fucking business card. All right. I wasn't asking for your Instagram business card, you nerd. I wanted you to get out your phone so you could follow me. Kill the sniper. And if you were going to be a prude about it, I would have followed you back. I, I do want to get to 1 million followers, and I would like my ratio to have seconds. more followers than following. But it's fine. I'm happy to follow you if that's what your little heart desires. Who would want to top Coco? But what we're not going to do is hand someone an Instagram business card when we are clearly looking to have a mutual exchange. There is absolutely no reason in the world to waste paper like that. Aren't we still trying to save the turtles? Do you realize that your selfish attitude and only wanting to receive a follower and not be a follower makes you kill under the sea animals? And that's why Instagram business cards are my flop of the week. Thank you. Has that ever happened to you? No. Motherfuckers. They it drives me if crazy. People hand me anything, they hand me their phone with Instagram open. Exactly. That was it was crazy to me. Like he My I was fans so shocked. No etiquette. Oh, well, clearly they ain't a they ain't a fan. Um uh, and I don't need them to be, because I'm not a fan of them either. Wasting paper like that. Giving me an they Instagram like business card. Went and listened to this podcast. I know. But watch they actually I found out later they followed me and, and became my biggest fan. Had a t shirt, got their mug, sat down for the newest episode of flapping and fawning, and then I talked all this shit. <laughs> it's okay. I'm here for you, fan. <laughs> Flapjack hates her fans. But I you can come don't. to Fawn, and I, I will take good care of you. I only hate the ones who Leave your messages. 
Instagram Unread. business cards. Yeah, Fawn will send it over to me to, to read it for you. Um, yeah, it, it honestly irked my soul so much. And so I've, I've had all these random gigs recently, um, and I'm grateful for them. And it's just that yeah, they're all a little weird and different. So this past Tuesday night, I was... Um, maybe I shouldn't get the specific, but this past Tuesday night, I got to be... Uh, the door person for like a private I think event last week you talked about where you were doing it. Oh, I did. Okay. So yeah, I got to be a door girl at parks on fifth and it was very fun. Like to get to hang out with everyone, but that is where I got the, the Instagram business card. And I was like, Straight what people. is this? Actually, most of them were queer. In fact, a lot of them kept buying me shots. And so I was like, this is the on a Tuesday on a Tuesday. And I w- it was like no, six ma'am. shots. in. I was like, I have baby. almost 30. <laughs> I am almost 30 and I have to be at work at 6 a.m. the next day. I will not be doing shots on a Tuesday. Fortunately, it's an 8 a.m. for me, not a 6 a.m. But I was feeling it. <laughs> it was a couple beers at wild. bingo is enough for me. Uh-huh. I mean, and I feel it then, too. But last month I had non-alcoholic beer when I hosted. Oh, you like it? I didn't want to get drunk. I had gotten Liddy Kitty too nights in the previous weekend and i said i need to calm down i think that's fair yeah sometimes i'm like i want to be social and like have the drink but i don't want the like drink yeah i don't want the effects yeah mm-hmm. all the benefits none of the consequences i want to be like a part of the party but not actually drinking sometimes exactly and w- for me whenever i do that i you know alcohol tastes so bad i and if, if i don't want to get drunk i just ask for someone to pee in a cup <laughs> Yeah, and then it tastes just as bitter as it would have if I got an actual drink. All right, Fawn, are you ready for your flop of the week? Yes. Okay. Now that y'all know I drink specimens. Specimens. (laughs) (laughs) Not specimens. (laughs) Not specimens. (laughs) All right, this is Fawn's specimen of the week. My flop of the week is... Flapjack calling key specimens. (laughs) And three, two, one, go. My flop of the week is when people order their last minute holiday things. Especially, especially if you are a corporation and you are ordering your things last minute for your customers or for your employees. Like, it's so fucking rude. What does it mean? Do you actually <laughs> care? Especially when you're getting this shit custom made. It is two, like two weeks before Christmas, one week before Christmas. 30 seconds. And you need 300 pieces. You need 50 pieces. We have other shit that we're doing. I'm sorry. I work at an embroidery shop. There are other orders that are ahead of you. And you're going to come in with one week left and try to get some seconds. more shit made. No. Well, I mean, yeah, we're probably going to do it, but it's going to mean <laughs> I end up having to work 12-hour shifts, work six days a week, and get one off day, and thank God that I'm getting the fucking week after Christmas off, because otherwise, I would be dead. That was a lot, Robin. And that's why people who place their custom embroidery orders far too late is phone's flop of the week. I'm sorry about that, and I'm also sorry that the off time you spend is spent with me <laughs> recording podcasts <laughs> or watching drag. It's been very enjoyable today. It has. I feel like this has been really fun. Enjoyable today, <laughs> today only. <laughs> well, some days I'm just like, gotta do I it. I want to be in bed. Yeah. Cause let me tell you with me working essentially six days a week, Monday, 
this Wednesday, I didn't have to work late, but like essentially working 12 hours a day for four days and then working eight hours on Friday and then coming in on a Saturday for like five-ish hours. I'm tired. I bet. Like when I'm not at work, I just want to be parallel on the couch or in my bed. But that's that commitment we have to our fans, Fawn. Yeah. We love y'all so much. Thank you for listening to Flapping and Fawning. Um, I mean, because I feel you. Like, it's it can be daunting at times to be like, okay, we got to get out the podcasting uh, equipment and do this. But honestly, I do enjoy it every time that, especially by the end, once we're done, I'm like, oh, I'm I'm sad. I'm already sad it's over. But it, even though it does kind of become a task at times. So, drag is just work. Yeah, it it is a lot of work, but here recently, and I, I'm, are you wanting to take more of a break now, or was that just for this December bingo that you're thinking, or what do you mean, like like a drag break? I mean, I'm taking December off. Okay, but so that you can work more. We'll see what January has in store. Okay. I'm look, my mentality right now is I'm making it through this year. Mm-hmm. And we will readjust, recalibrate, rejuvenate, and all of that shit when the new year comes because I'm about to have a week off of work where I don't have to think about work or drag. And you need it. Because right now, that's all I can think about is both, which I mean, I'll still be thinking about drag. I think about drag 24-7. It's probably a little unhealthy, but... But it's why we keep coming back to it. Honestly, we're addicted. Yeah. Hi, I'm Flapjack. Dragaholic. And I'm a dragaholic. Yeah. Maybe we should change our podcast name to that. Dragaholics Anonymous. DA. <laughs> you dumbass. <laughs> All right. And that brings us to our fawns of the week, which is That could our be a cute segment, though. Dragaholics we, like, Anonymous. Yeah. Let me write it down. Maybe this is for season three stuff. Can you believe we're almost done with two whole years of flapping and fawning? No. I guess not two whole years, but like two whole seasons. I mean, we, we produced so a much content in the first year in the first season. Like we, we are on track to have made, to make the exact same amount of episodes for season one as we did for season two, you know? So like that first year, like we hardly missed, you know, we were just finding our rhythm and stuff. So Slay. I'm, I've been really impressed with us being as consistent as we have with the podcast. I have to keep it up. Um, but anyways, fawns of the week. Have you got one in mind? I'll let you go first. Okay. So my fawn of the week is going to go to the show that I have been doing at Birmingham festival theater. I got to, uh, last weekend we had our opening weekend and we have our closing weekend this um, coming up. If you so, haven't seen it, go see, Seven, Seven Santas. Santas at Birmingham Festival Theater. I saw it last opening weekend. Yeah. Flapjack is fucking incredible. Oh, Go see you. it. Yes. And my drag daughter's in it. Wamona J. Wiles. I think she's also fucking incredible. And honestly, the whole cast. Like, I, I was. So, it's, so, a, it's a good cast. Thank you. Thank I keep you. interrupting your phone. Oh, you're week. fine. I'm glad. I was so glad you got to come. I didn't realize you were coming. So I was like, oh my God, friends. Hi. Um, and my character just gets like so unhinged and crazy. I was like, I'm going to deliver all of my unhinged and crazy at my friends here <laughs> so yeah, um, i can't believe you called somebody a faggot <gasps> it's in the script so i'll do it again but only three more times you have to come this 
Friday, Saturday, and Sunday to Birmingham Festival Theater. Tickets, again, available at the link in the description of this episode for bftonline.org. But the reason it's my fawn of the week is that it has given me a chance to really grow, I feel, as an entertainer. I'm doing a very Drag King-inspired look, and it it's made me realize that I really can do anything in drag. Um, yeah. And I... Especially like when it comes to makeup, I know that's something I've talked about before that I tend to get be insecure about because I do the same thing over and over again so frequently. But I was one day, the first night of Tech Week, I just sat down and was like, I'm gonna do this king makeup and I'm gonna kill it. And I did. And I'm I'm pretty happy with how it turned out. You it know? looks good. So thank you, thank you. So come see me at Oops All Kings on December twenty third. And you can see me really get fruity. Fruity. Mm-hmm. Rudy Tootie. Tootie Tootie. <laughs> Were you trying to think Disco of But I cutie. hardly know him. <laughs> What's your fawn of the week, Fawn? My fawn of the week, honestly, is going to go out to my partner, Mark. We know you're listening, Mark. They have been such a trooper with, like, between how crazy work has been, like, my mental health struggles outside of that, plus that. They have been such a trooper and so supportive and more than I could have asked for and better than like any partner that I've had in the past. So yeah. The others just fished you and then leave you for the holiday season. Oh huh? God. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks everyone for listening to another episode of flapping, flapping and fawning. for listening to Flapping and Fawning. Music by Elliot Nass. Promotional art by Danny Lee. Hosts are Flapjack. Oh, hey, that's me. And I'm Fawn. You can follow me on Instagram at fawn.fawn.fawn. And you can follow me over at Instagram as well and pretty much any other social media platform at flapjquellen, F-L-A-P-J-A-C-Q-U-E-L-I-N-E. Connect with us on social media on Instagram at Flapping and Fawning Pod and on Twitter at Flap and Fawn Pod. Oh, and make sure you check out the links in our bio to buy some merch. You can also connect with us via Gmail at flappingandfawningpod at gmail.com. See you next time. Bye. Ta-ta.